0: you're listening to history zoology and stories for kids welcome to our activity podcast let's get started hey kids and welcome back to history zoology and stories for kids before we start, there are two things I want to inform you. The first the first thing is that today is our last episode on plant season. And the second thing I want to inform you about is that our other podcast, The Wow Factor of Science, is out today. You could check out that podcast right now. That's The Wow Factor of Science. In the description there, there's the link to send any question you want about vitamins, minerals, health, and also animals. Anything you like about science. And in the description below, you can also send questions to to history, zoology, and stories for kids. You can write down questions about so about some animals and maybe about history and you could also su- suggest what we uh, could read for our, for our story. and also you can or you could write down your own story and send it through voicemail or comment. Well, today we're going to be starting by our, with our last video for uh, for plant season. today my friend Matthew will be explaining about sunflowers as well. so don't so it's okay if you don't really understand some of the words that's okay but if you do understand those words that's fine too. okay let's listen. Guys, my name is Matthew. Today I'm going to present the Samphal yeah, and Thor. The sample and dawn have better utilities and came from the family. Yeah, then, please make sure of be the root, cry water, and nutrient for the other parts. Also, the sample make yellow dye. The leaf are also used to feed animals, and the steam give food from leaf to flower. But the seed grows to another sunflower, and the sunflower, sunflower has sunflower oil, which is used for also cooking. Thank you. That's Matthew's presentation about sunflowers. Now, don't feel bad if you don't quite hear the words very clearly that's fine now for our activity today it's going to be something special well keep listening hey kids are you more interested in science than and history, zoology, and stories for kids. Well, if you are, you can go to our other podcast that has already pub- been published. But it might not—it might not be able to listen to all the all podcast apps. But one day, it will be able to be. It will. Be able to be listened through all podcast apps. That's the Wow Factor of Science, a science podcast made for kids. Now, on with the show. Hi, hey kid. Hey, kids, and welcome back to the show. So, for today, we'll be talking about two things. First, um... We're going to talk about the burger writing, and the second one, we'll we'll be talking about podcasts and listening to the very first podcast that I ever recorded, but I didn't get to publish it, so it's still in my recording section right now. First, let's talk about hamburger writing. Now, it doesn't require any burgers at all, I promise. It's just to say uh, how to write down a paragraph. So to write down a paragraph, first you need a topic. So for example, maybe your topic is an owl. And then you can see. And then after that, you write down at the top of the burger, or on the top of your piece of paper, topic sentence like for example I have learned many facts about the owls so basically a sentence that tells about what you're going to write down about and the second thing you want to write is the the tomatoes or a detail So, for the first detail, you're going to focus on one thing about owls. For example, you can say, you can talk about uh, what type of, how you classify the owl. For example, you can say, first, most owls are nocturnal, which means they hunt at night. You can add way more details for that part of the paragraph if you want. For this, and the third thing you want to write down is the less so basically the second detail so you can say you can say you can write down about more fa- about how owls move their eyes in the socket and they can and what their ability is for example like next owls cannot move their eyes in the socket so they must turn their entire head wow that's cool you can add way more details than that if you like and the last detail is the ham the ham represents the final detail about owls you can also tell in this last one you can tell about how how many kinds of owls there are you for example you could write down finally the smallest owl is the elf owl which is six inches long and has a wingspan of 15 inches and the last thing you want to write down is another layer of bread which means you end with a conclusion sentence. It basically, you write down what you think about your topic. For example, if your topic is owls, you could write down owls are very interesting birds or owls are really cool. You can write down anything you think about owls or what your topic is. Now, let's talk about podcasts. So, if you're looking for, first, I want to tell about a few podcasts that you would like to listen, that you could listen to, like maybe you could listen to The Wow Factor of Science, which is all about science, or you could listen to Brains On or Tumble, and which is also all about science. Or you could listen to kids Bible stories, all about scripture and Bibles and the story of Jesus. Or you could also talk, also listen to Lingo Kids, a podcast where you can listen to really kid really kid friendly and funny stories. And there's also, and there some of the episodes there are also about how the lingo characters go to sleep or the sound we found. Now, let's get to my old podcast. Let me just search it. Ah, here it is. So, today we'll be listening to a few of them, but... Let's take a short break and put your listening ears on for the mystery sound. All right, let's get to it. What do you think it is, listeners? Well, we'll get back to that mystery sound a little bit later in the show. In the meantime, while you think about that mystery sound, let's let's put your listening ears one more time for my very first podcast that I never got to publish. All right. So... Let me just pick an episode, let's see. Hmm, which should I pick? I know. What about, since it's almost Christmas, now that it's October, let's listen to Merry Christmas Strawberry Shortcake. Let's listen, okay, and play. Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Kids Bedtime Stories. Today, I'm going to be reading to you Merry Christmas Strawberry Shirtcake. You can buy this book in a store. You can ask your parents if they would buy it for you. Now let's begin. Strawberry Shirtcake woke up on Christmas Eve to a light snowfall. Hooray! she cried delightedly. A white Christmas! The little redhead had a busy day planned. She was going to bake her special strawberries and cream cookies to give as Christmas gifts. Her friends would love them. As she baked, strawberry hum belonged to Christmas music. The warmth and smell of the cookies made her cafe feel so cozy. Later that afternoon, she packaged the cookies in pretty berry-shaped tins. Something's missing, she thought. Suddenly, she snapped her fingers. Bows! A sparkly bow on each tin would be the perfect finishing touch. Orange Blossom store would be closing early for the day, for holiday. So Strawberry had to hurry to get some ribbons. I'll be back soon. She called to Popkick and Custard. Her pets were having Fun getting tangled up in tinsel. The store was crowded and Strawberry arrived. Wow, Orange, it's very busy here, Strawberry commented as she grabbed the last rolls of ribbon. I know, her friend replied, and I'm so hungry. I've kept my store stocked but barely have any food in my own refrigerator. There will be plenty to eat tomorrow, Strawberry told her, waving as she left. Remember you're coming to the cafe for a Christmas brunch. On her way back home, she poked her head into Lemon Moringue's salon. A berrykin was just walking out with festively polished nails. Lemon was yawning. Strawberry smiled at her sleepy friend. Tired? she asked quietly. Very much so, Lemon replied. And I still have a lot to do. I've wrapped exactly one present so far. Yours, she pointed to a pile of unwrapped presents over in the corner. I'll have to get up early to finish, she continued, rubbing her eyes. I'm sure you'll get everything done, Strawberry assured her. See you tomorrow. After After leaving the salon, Strawberry saw Plum Pudding and Cherry Jam talking outside Sweet Beats' studio. Plum was shoveling the walkway in front of her dance studio. Strawberry called to the friends. Hi, girls. Are you ready for the holidays tomorrow? Yes, but I wish the snow would stop, Plum said. I don't want my dancers to stop all right before the town's holiday show. And I'm worried about my animals, Jerry added, shivering in the cold. With all the rehearsing for the Christmas concert, I haven't had time to put out food for them. Things will be back to normal soon, Strawberry remarked. I have to get home, and I can't wait to see your brunch tomorrow. Bye. As she hurried along, Strawberry heard someone calling. It was Blueberry Muffin, standing on the front porch of her bookcase. Step inside and warm up, Blueberry invited her. Okay, but only for a minute. I'm on my way home to finish up my Christmas gifts, Strawberry told her. She looked around the bookstore. Books were lying everywhere. They were scattered across the floor, stacked on the shelf, and piled on the furniture. I know, I know, Blueberry agreed, noticing Strawberry's expression. It's a total mess. I could use some of Santa's elves to help me clean up. Now that sounds like a plan, Strawberry laughed. I'd better get going. I have a lot to do. Don't forget about the brunch tomorrow. Strawberry was almost home when she saw Raspberry Torte walking with an armful of tiny (coughs) Christmas stockings. What do you have there, Raspberry? Strawberry asked while catching up to her. Princess Berrykins asked me to sew stockings for all the Berrykins, Raspberry replied. It took weeks. I never even finished decorating my own tree because this project took so long. Maybe you can do it when you get back home, Strawberry just yet suggested. Who knows when that will be, Roseberry grinned. I have a lot of little stockings to hang around the Berrykin village tonight. Well, have fun. I'll see you tomorrow, Strawberry said as she continued on her way. Strawberry was so happy to finally get back to her house until she walked through the front door and saw what Pupcake and Custard were up to. Oh no! she cried and rushed inside. Her pets were lying under the Christmas tree with their whiskers full of crumbs. The cookie tins were almost empty. The Pupcake and Custard had eaten all the cookies. Strawberry's gifts for her friends were ruined. And now she didn't have any time or ingredients to bake any more cookies. Strawberry slumped into a chair. What am I going to do now? she wondered. Popcake and custard came over and nuzzled Strawberry's legs. I know Christmas means more than just giving presents, but I really want to do something nice for my friends, she said as she comforted her pets. But then a wonderful idea began to form in her head. Come on, cupcake and custard. We have a lot to do, Strawberry said, jumping up excitedly. We might not have cookies, but we can still make a sweet holiday for our friends. After the sun set over Berry Bitty City, Strawberry slipped on a bright red coat, trimmed with white fur, and laced up a pair of warm bright red coats, trimmed with white fur, and laced up a pair of warm boots. She put some reindeer earmuffs on cupcake and custard, harnessed them to a sleigh, and carefully placed a packed green sack on top of it. I think we're learned. we're ready. Let's go. Strawberry went to Orange Blossom's house first. She quietly let herself in the front door and tiptoed to the kitchen. Then she reached into the green sack and pulled out a loaf of homemade bread a bunch of grapes, a hunk of cheese, and a carton of milk. She quickly placed them in Orange's nearly empty refrigerator and tied a red bow to the door handle with a sign that says, Merry Christmas! Next, she headed to Lemon's house. Using the scissors, tape, and wrapping paper that she had brought along her sled, Strawberry neatly wrapped and labeled her friend's gifts. After she finished wrapping, Cupcake and Custard pushed the kids under the Christmas tree. Then, Strawberry made her way to Plum's studio. Plum had been ripe. The snow really had piled back up. Strawberry grabbed a shovel from the green sack and cleared up a pathway to the front door. Cupcake and Custard helped too. After that, she moved on to Cherry Jam's house. Strawberry retrieved a a big bag of birdseed from the sack and filled the feeders hanging around Cherry's yard. She strung popcorn and grabbed it over the bushes. Finally, she hung some pine cones in peanut butter from the branches of a large evergreen tree and sprinkled nuts all over the ground. At Raspberry's house, Strawberry pulled out red and green garlands, candy canes, and ornaments from her sack. Strawberry and her pets worked together to decorate her friend's Christmas tree. The last place Strawberry stopped was Blueberry's bookstore. She shoved all the books that were lying around. By the time she put the last one in its proper place, she was in Come on, cupcake and Custard. It's time to go home. Our work here is done. Strawberry whispered to her pets. They sped home, and a short time later, all three tumbled ducks exhaustedly on into the bed. The next day, Strawberry was putting the finishing touches on her brunch. When her cafe door swung open, Merry Christmas, she called out to her friends. But her friends didn't respond. Instead, they ran over to Strawberry and threw their arms around her. Thank you, Strawberry. Or what? Strawberry giggled, giggled Miss Gifley. Her cheeks blushed pretty pink. You know why? For filling my like fridge, Crunch cried. And rubbing my like gifts, Lemons and I was so happy that I didn't have to shovel again, Plum confessed. You fed my animal friends for me, Terry Chip." I love my tree, Raspberry saved, saved. my store books, great, Blueberry bubbled gratefully. We couldn't have asked for nicer gifts, Plum said, putting an arm around her friend. I'm so glad you liked what I did, Charlie remarked. I thought you might be disappointed that I didn't have actual presents for you to open. The Strawberry, you showed us how much you love us with all the nice things you did, Cherry told her friend. That's the very best gift of all. And being together today makes this the merriest Christmas of all, Strawberry said. Merry Christmas, friends. Merry Christmas, Strawberry Shortcake. And now let's see how much you remembered this story. Well... That's it for the story kids. So, now let's get back to that mystery sound and we can listen to one more short episode. Keep listening. Do you have any new guesses for the mystery sound? If you do, you can send us a voicemail or could comment us in the comment box below well now that now that we listen to that mystery sound again here's the answer so the answer is my younger sister Nadia taking a box of color pencils and searching for and searching for the right colors and coloring on her color page so that's why you heard a little bit like coloring in it and maybe some someone running through their color pencil box. Well, now that we're done. Now that we've done that now that we've finished our mystery sound, let's listen to another one of my episodes. All right. Next episode we're going to be listening to is kids stories. I mean kids bedtime stories, The Emperor's New Clothes. All right, put your listening ears on because we're not going to repeat this again. All right. Here it is. Hi everybody. Welcome back to Kids Bedtime Stories. Today we're going to be We are listening to a new story called The Emperor's New Clothes, illustrated by Mike Gordon. You can buy this book in stock. Now let's begin. Once upon a time, there was an emperor who loved clothes. He liked looking splendid all the time. Different outfit for every day of the year. Don't they look splendid? He said. But the emperor had a problem. He had nothing to wear for the royal procession. What any of these outfits do, your highness? Asked his servant, Boris. No, said the emperor. I need a new outfit, and I need one now. And remember, it has to be splendid. Boris. Side and set off to find the finest clothes in the first of the time. He put up a sign in red, wanted, splendid new outfit for the emperor. Clothes, sneakers apply here. No time was to squeeze. He wasn't having much luck until a little brown man and a long, thin man rushed up to him. They bowed with their bottoms in the air. We are Slimus and Slick, at your service, they said. Boris took them to the emperor. We make magic clothes, Slimus told him. Only clever people can see them, stupid people can't. Are they splendid? said the emperor. Very splendid, promised Slick. But they're very expensive. We'll need pots and pots of money. Take all the money you want, cried the emperor. Just make me those clothes. A week later, the Emperor and Boris went to see the sense of network. Welcome! your cloak, said It's light as a devil. Oh, your highness, said You look very handsome. Your clothes fit so well. The emperor admired himself. Near. The Don't they look splendid? Yes, your highness, gasped his foot, staring straight at the emperor. Yes, your highness, said Boris, staring straight at the ceiling. He was not trying to look. Open the palace gates, ordered the emperor. Let the royal procession begin. The crowd guessed when they saw the emperor. Everyone had heard that only me, said. the only fluffer in Aren't these clothes splendid? They said. Extraordinary, and said, the, said the man. Fantastic, simply superb, splendiferous, wonderful, magnificent. People from the crowd keeps saying words that will not worry the emperor. Let me see him, called the boy, who's stuck at the back of the crowd. Oh, said the boy, the emperor's got no clothes on. Faster than spreading fire, a whisper whisked through the crowd. The emperor has no clothes on, whispered a man who to a person. The emperor's got no clothes on. They keep singing and saying. The emperor heard their words. He looked down. Oh no, he thought, I'm naked. Then he blushed bright red. They I can't stop now. This is the royal procession, and I'm the emperor. So he held his head high and walked on. The crowd clapped and cheered. They thought it was the most splendid royal procession ever. And and now, that we're done, in this let's see how much you remember well that's the story for today kids so how how did you like the the emperor's new clothes that was a pretty splendid episode if i do say so myself well now that it for our activity podcast today kids don't forget to tune in to the wow factor of science a new podcast that we just that we just published yesterday and don't forget to send in as much questions as you want well that's it thanks for listening (laughs)